Remember, folks, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and are not that of my employer. Dies in your house every weekend. Subscribe on iTunes. Get us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash dies in your house. Every weekend. Brand new episodes of Dies in Your House. Fighting fascism one podcast at a time. Hey, yo. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. Ooh, what is the word, peeps? What goes on? It is the weekend. I am Jay Porks, and we are back here with another action packed edition 
of Dies in Your House, the last episode of Dies in Your House that will exist inside of this universe. We'll do a little housekeeping on that in a second. You might be asking yourself, what is this? Hey, what's Jay doing here? What have I stumbled upon? Well, let me, let me tell you. This is a vehicle I've been using since November of 2016 to help encourage my peers to vote. To help encourage people who didn't vote in 2016 to vote. People that don't really follow politics 24 hours a day to vote. Because this election, 2020, it's about more than just what party is going to live in the White House for the next four years. This is a referendum on everything American. On the melting pot that is America, of our values, of what we stand for. This is a test for American democracy. And it's not like it hasn't been tested before. It has. You know, we did have a civil war before. Remember that. We survived that. So, I mean, no matter what happens, things are going to be different after Tuesday. I'll keep it a buck. I usually record this podcast if it comes out on Friday. Usually comes out on Friday for the patrons, Saturday for everybody else. Um, I usually record this maybe Thursday. I'm recording it before that because I have already voted. We'll talk about my early voting day. It was a good day. We'll talk about that in a second. But this is... Voting is important. We need to make voting cool. You need to participate in democracy. It's not always about you. Don't think about it as, what does this do for me? Think about, what does this do about the kids in cages? Think about rich people getting richer. Think about people not having jobs. Think about... When you adjust your mask. Like... When behind your ear starts getting raw from that string that's hooked onto it from the mask you're wearing every day, remember whose fault it is that you're wearing that mask? Donald fucking Trump, okay? That's whose fault that is. And that's why when I first put the mask on, I wrote on the mask, is this still funny? This is not funny. To me, it was never funny. But there are some people that thought this was funny. Well, we got unarmed black people getting killed in the streets. We have the rights of women to make choices about to be taken away. We have health care about to be taken away from over 20 million people. We have people with pre-existing conditions being treated like garbage. We have the deficit on track to bankrupt Social Security by 2020, by 2024 or some shit like that. More importantly, we have over 220, 220,000 Americans dead, over that number, dead. By Christmas, it's possible that we're at 400,000. 
dead. For all the population control freaks, have fun with this. This is Donald Trump's fault. The rise in white supremacy, it's Donald Trump's fault. The failed government response to a pandemic, that's Donald Trump's fault. And we're putting all partisan politics aside, and we're going out and we're voting, because we will not become a fascist state. For the last time in this election cycle, hey Google, what is fascism? Usually I get a uh, a response from technology Please, by now. Something went wrong. Try again in a few seconds. I've asked Google what is fascism so many times that it can't even answer the question anymore. It is so sick and tired of being sick and tired. I've asked Google that question probably what is that 52 weeks in a year 200 times. It's broken. Okay? We don't do fascism here in America. And we got and and democracy slipped really fast. And we have an opportunity to save it. And if we save it this time, we might save it for a long time. Because there are a lot of bad things that have happened. These last three and a half years. And you know what? If we can put it behind us, we can then address all of these things that went on and fix them. Not like if we add on four more years of these terrible things. It's just insane to me that we've reached this point. But we're finally here, and no matter what happens, I just want to say that, like, I love you guys. And I know I say, like, this is the last episode of the podcast in this universe. No matter what happens to the content of the podcast, the podcast will never not be the podcast. If we don't pull out this election... I'm not taking my ball and going home. If we pull out this election, I'm not spiking the ball and dancing. The podcast moves forward. It's a good time to mention that the views and opinions expressed on my podcast are that of my own and are not that of my employer. And I know I never talk about my employer, and I'm not talking about my employer now. But I will be beginning I've worked my last shift in Staten Island I will be beginning my new journey in East New York on Wednesday and this week from Tuesday to Tuesday I will be in the city staying in Midtown come see me stay six feet away and keep your mask on um all right so really the point of this episode is that we've we, we've gotten here and we need to vote and if we can vote we can take care of a lot of business if we can win early voting numbers we have 
By the time this goes out, oh, by the time this goes out, we're going to be crazy. But over the weekend, at Sunday, I believe we were at like 60 million people early voted already. That like triples the number of people who early voted in 2016. And early voting. Could we keep it? Because I will be honest with you. And I've voted in elections before. I'm old. You know, I've this is not my first go around. Voting early? Having from October 24th to November 1st, I believe it was, to vote? Was phenomenal. And of course, because I'm a Democrat and I want to win, I was online on the first day of early voting a half hour before the polls open. I understand that. But it wasn't like Georgia. It was just like it wasn't open yet. So I did have a very good early voting experience and I would encourage local governments to keep this a thing. I wasn't trying to be all probative on the line and you know, be all, let me count how many MAGA hats, let me count how many people are voting, you know, who's voting for who. I didn't, like, calculate. So here's the thing, like, as a Democrat, I love to see voter turnout, but I live in Staten Island, so I probably, that voter turnout probably wasn't that good for my party. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's just, but, you know, let's hope not. Let's hope that, you know, there's enough sane people in the world to make up for wastes of life like Staten Island. So there were a handful of like um, people wearing masks that had the, the American flag with the blue line through it. That's really an indication that somebody's voting for Trump. There were a couple of those. No outward MAGA stuff, although a lot of Trump signs on the block of the polling place. I mean, but I got online, I was, uh, I made a friend, I was talking to Rose, she's 66, and, uh, she was telling me that she watches MSNBC, she loves Rachel Maddow, so do I, you know, I said I watch MSNBC all the time, I know to turn it on when Chuck Todd comes on, she got that joke, so that's how I know that she watches MSNBC a lot, she's a great person, we did not actually say who we're voting for but obviously the tone of our conversation indicated as such um she was a candidate for mail-in voting she looked like the type of person that hey maybe this person shouldn't be out voting in person this person you know is older and can say hey um you know mail in your ballot but she said i don't trust the mail that's a real thing. So, in voter suppression efforts, the Republicans did win with that. I mean, they won on the side of, they got people, because the idea was never to actually stop votes at the post office. Like, they were always going to count all the votes they got. That's my belief anyway, I might be naive. We might see Supreme Court cases in the near future that we have no chance of winning, that um, prove me wrong, but my interpretation of events was that the idea of the slowing down of the mail was voter intimidation or was voter suppression to, to make you not vote, to make you go get jammed up at a polling place. 
where you might get discouraged by a long line. There was lines around the block for early voting. Now, that either tells you, A, people really want to change the direction of this country. B, people really love early voting and the opportunity to vote on the weekend. Or C, both of those things. And I think early voting should stick around whether it's a pandemic or not. And somebody might reply to a tweet of mine and say, Hey, Jay, you know, New York's always had early voting. I don't actually know if they have. I'm not sure if they did. If they did, I should have taken advantage of it before. And experiencing it this time, me and Rose got our vote in. And it didn't even take me long. So I'm online at 9.30. The polling place opens at 10. I'm about 100 people deep. Me and Rose talking, having a combo, socially distanced. Everyone's got masks on. Um, I got out of the polling place before 11 o'clock. It's calm. I got a free pen, which I got a free stylus, which was also a pen. I got my I Voted sticker, and I got my I Voted Early wristband. I got wristbands now. Facts. I'll post it on the, um, it'll probably be the picture I use on SoundCloud as the default for the, and on Patreon for this episode. So very smooth, very calm early voting experience. First time early voting, and I think that we should, we should keep it, and we should keep doing it. Because early voting is key, like, election day's on a Tuesday, uh, you know, you don't gotta worry about the weather. You know, sometimes it rains and people stay home. I know that sounds crazy because you're thinking, Jay, there are kids locked in cages whose parents are in other countries. They can't track them down, but people are staying home because it's raining and they don't care about voting. I know it's crazy. I agree with you, but that's how people are. Now, I voted early because I know that I'm going to be working in a, in a new location and I'm going to have a very busy first week. Which begins on Wednesday. Like, the Wednesday that just passed, that we're just in right now. This week that I'm in right now, once this podcast hits, just know that when you see this tweet go out, that I am having a really busy week. But, I'm not on Staten Island. And I don't want to concern myself with watching cable news all week, so I got my vote in. I'm texting people that they got to vote. Uh, I had my buddy reach out for me. Reach out to me. I'm not going to mention any names because probably doesn't want to be mentioned. But if this person does want to be mentioned, this person can text me and say, "Hey, use my name next time." But um, somebody I used to work with, who is uh, applying for citizenship, responded to one of my replied to one of my uh, Instagram stories. Was like, I was like, "You guys got to vote." Replied, and I was like, "Can't you can't like I can't vote." I was like, "Yeah, it's because this country sucks, and they don't want you to vote." Because they know that you'll be somebody that helps kick this clown out of the White House. But it's alright. All you gotta do, you're a popular guy. You got clout. Clout, clout, clout. All you gotta do is tell people we gotta vote this guy out. We gotta end this shit. Then we can go back to our normal lives. Because every time you adjust your mask, every time you can't go out to the club, every time you can't go out to a concert, a movie, a restaurant, remember whose fault that was. Remember who didn't have doctors on the ground in Wuhan in November and December? Remember who didn't have that? Remember who knew that this was going to be a deadly virus in January that was airborne in January? Remember who knew that and didn't say anything? And then remember 
an article, uh, no, I'm sorry, not an article. The article wasn't written until January, but there was a tweet. October 25th of 2019 that said America's not ready for a pandemic. This is what Obama did, and this has been stopped. It has been torn down. That was Joe Biden. Over a year ago, Joe Biden said America is not ready for a pandemic because Trump took our plan and tossed it in the trash. And he was right. You know how for the last three years we play the like the Hillary Clinton sound bites and like, wow, Hillary was right about everything. Could we not do that with Joe Biden? Could we actually vote for the guy? And then we don't have to say, wow, he was right about this. We know he was. We weren't ready for this. crazy that it got this far every time you wear a mask now listen obviously i believe in mask wearing because i listen to doctors and i know that wearing masks slows the spread and i understand that it is just a piece of cloth but it's okay to be frustrated sometimes i'll keep it real i miss my face okay i miss my face and i don't like wearing the mask i wear it to keep people safe and to keep myself safe but like i would like to go back to normal one of these days i don't care how long it takes but i want to get back to normal safely safely and we are never going to do that with donald trump in charge that's not a thing it's not a thing that exists this guy has bungled everything and he will continue to bungle everything because that's what he does. That's all he does. Bungle stuff. Like, I forgot, I think it was Colin Jost on Saturday Night Live said it best. Like, if I'm Joe Biden, I'm just saying, all right, broski. Where's the wall that Mexico paid for? Why isn't Hillary and Clinton? And where's the healthcare plan? Like, all of these things that are said, where are these things? This guy doesn't deliver on the stupid promises. He doesn't deliver on the smart ones either. There are no smart ones. We are at the end of the line. We're here. There's only one thing left to do. We have got to go out, and please, I'm pleading with you. We have got to go out. We have got to make sure that we vote this fucker out in record numbers. Like, for instance, I understand that a lot of states with mail-in balloting might take a while to count. If we go, if we have a podcast next week and we still don't have a clear or if we're unsure about the election, we lost. We lost if that happens. We need to, on Tuesday night, go to sleep with the with the with so many votes in for Joe Biden that even there are no votes left. There are not there cannot be enough votes left to count that will give Donald Trump the election. That is the only victory we can have. It needs to be a complete repudiation. 
complete rebuke. We're done with it. We're done. We need to be done with it. I don't know if my mental health can take any more of this. But no matter what happens, I love everybody. Well, not everybody. I love everybody that didn't vote for Donald Trump. If you voted for Donald Trump, you can, I mean, cut yourself out of my life. And if you plan on voting for him again, text me your address so I could punch you. Uh, seriously, I can't anymore. I'm, I'm out of ideas. I'm out of things to tell you here. I know this is a podcast. I know that I, I say a lot of things. I'm out. I'm out of things. We have to vote. We have to win. There is no way that we all don't know the importance of this by now. We are wearing fucking masks until the end of 2022. Okay? Donald Trump's fault. Even if there is... Even if you're not somebody that cares about any political policy whatsoever, you are wearing a mask for the next two years. The person who did that, does that person deserve to keep their job? I don't think they do. That's it. Like Jim Morrison said, this is the end. We have reached the end, my friend dies in your house exclusively on Patreon, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Please everybody, please. We need to we need this. Let's go. We vote, we win. Here's hoping to have a celebratory episode of Dies in Your House next week. On Patreon, Apple Podcasts, and uh, and SoundCloud. This has been another episode of Dies in Your House.